0: This is about town. I'm your host, Blakely Freed. It's Wednesday, August 23rd, and we are on the cusp of September. Today on this episode, I'll be previewing our performing arts guide that's in the August issue, and we'll have Connie Cronley read her August column. But before we get into that, I just wanted to call back to our episode two weeks ago. Features editor Tim Landis and I sat down to talk about his interview with Dr. Deb Gist, who announced yesterday that she will be resigning as superintendent of Tulsa Public Schools. I encourage everyone now to go and read Dr. Gist's Q&A with Tim because she really reveals a lot of she reveals a lot of insight into what it actually takes to run a public school district. And that's one reason why we put together the the education issue every August and we also have an additional education issue in February. So before the August issue leaves racks, please take a look through and soak up all the content that is geared around and toward and through education, students, and learning. For many of us, fall means the performing arts are back in full swing. Our performing arts calendar compiles shows that are in September all the way through May. And we have a list of venues for all of the places that are popular spots to catch a show on stage. Next up, we have Connie Cromley reading her August column. This
1: column is titled, Another Letter to a Niece Who Hates Her Neighbors. My very dear Rebecca, I'm so sorry to hear about the recent unpleasantness with your neighbors. I can certainly sympathize. My experiences with neighbors, good and bad, could fill a book and have. Your mother and I grew up in a small town where everybody knew who we were and what we were up to and called our parents and told them. We couldn't wait to move to the blessed anonymity of a larger town. I have come to change my mind about that. Now I am grateful for my neighbors. I don't know about your mother. Well, you know how she is. I have had saintly neighbors, intrusive neighbors, and crooked neighbors. One neighbor cheated me out of $40,000 and left town. I've had neighbors who required police visits. One neighbor was so vile, I told him in a heated moment that he was the neighbor from hell. Well, I regret that outburst, but really, he was. So, no, I don't think you're overreacting. We have to remember the effects of the pandemic. All that isolation was not healthy. Usually, we are a swarm with people, work, school, social groups. That's where we meet our friends and bows. You have worked remotely for three years. You've had to take your college classes online. I'm sure this has affected your social skills somewhat, but look how you're bouncing back. You've got your axe-throwing group, and now you're taking kickboxing classes. So no, I don't think you're being overly sensitive. Although I have to say, some people have more trouble with neighbors than others. Remember when your Uncle Jay and I lived in a high-rise apartment? It annoyed him that the man who lived above us, overweight granted, walked so heavily. So sometimes your Uncle Jay would pound on the ceiling with a golf club and yell, lard ass. And remember the Christmas we got some kind of floor model foosball game for you kids to play with? Well, this turned out to be very annoying for the people who lived below us. I'm not saying that you have the same hair trigger as your Uncle Jay. Which brings me to your balcony garden. How are you to know that overwatering would leak down on their balcony table? Bad luck it was set for a party. The bigger issue, I think, is the two neighbors who made unkind, at least not supportive, remarks about your little garden. Don't plant it if you don't know how to take care of it, and... Looks like you didn't pray over it enough. They both seem extreme to me. Gardening isn't as easy as it looks. Remember when I wanted to prune my little lace leaf maple tree and I was afraid I'd rain it? That fragile foliage, that intricate stem system. What did I do? I googled and read and watched online demonstrations, but I was still afraid. But I had to do something, because I read that if a lace-leaf maple isn't pruned, it will grow to look like Cousin It from the Adams Family. So what did I do? I got my garden shears and jumped in. I'm not a horticulturist, but I gave it my personal best. Remember how badly that turned out? Well, I think the lesson here is that we can't be good at everything. We can just try And we mustn't be intimidated by failure. Whether in an apartment or in a house, neighbors are not easy. One thing a garden teaches us is that everything changes. Sometimes for the better, sometimes not. Sometimes because of our efforts, sometimes despite them. But we are resilient people and plants. If it's any comfort... My little maple tree's looking better now. I'm sorry some of your neighbors are unhappy with you, but they'll get over it. Think of that philosophy you saw on a church billboard. You can't make everybody happy. You're not tacos. You're very loving Aunt Connie. In
0: 2021, Connie published a book called A Life on Fire, Oklahoma's Kate Barnard. Kate Barnard was one of, well, was the first woman elected to state office in Oklahoma as Commissioner of Charities and Corrections. And she championed prison reform, education, laws against child labor. She was very progressive at the time. And Oklahoma was kind of heralded as a more progressive state. Uh, Connie, I think, quotes it as a new kind of state. So if you haven't read that, it is definitely worth a read. It's a good Primer on parts of Oklahoma history, and it's an incredible account of one trailblazing woman. We have some great online extras for you this week, including a photo gallery of Mercury Lounge's bluegrass brunches that happen on Sundays, and Features Editor Tim Landis has been hitting those up uh, a few weeks in a row now, and he was at this past week's event and got some great photos. So remember that we have our weekly music listings published every Monday that compiles the music shows that are in Tulsa. And keep in mind, if you see a show that is not on there and you think that should be on there, email it to me. We will add it. Uh, These are something that I do about once a week, but I'm happy to add to them throughout the week. And we want to get as many shows in there as possible. As always, everything mentioned in today's episode can be found linked in our show notes. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on About Town.